Hey, Nick. Mm-hmm. If you could sum up your new segment today with two words, what would those two words be? Quality content. Oh, he's done it. He's done it, guys. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> and with that, Fanny, can you... Oh, just go away. <laughs> huh? <laughs> it's Nick. Go away. <laughs> he's laughing his head off. We were in the middle of the intro. Just go away. Oh, you blew it. So frustrating. <laughs> What's going on guys and welcome back to the Isolation Nation podcast. Really glad you could join us tonight or this morning or whenever you're listening. And guys, joining me today on the podcast uh, all the way down in Sydney, never fear because the one and only newsman is here. How are you, Nick? I'm good. I am filled up with all kinds of funny news stories to cheer up some people's days. Oh, and as always, man, I'm very keen. And uh, guys, if you listened to last week's episode, there was some absolute gold, (laughs) especially with one story in particular. My goodness, I've never heard anything like it in my life. So if you guys want to go check that out, episode six, uh, yeah, it's some uh, quality content right there. So uh, yeah. So get keen for the new segment coming up a little bit later in the show. But guys, just before we get uh, straight on into the podcast, we are going to quickly look at the fact of the day. (laughs) Now, guys, we started this segment in last week's podcast and we're doing it again today. So Nick has no idea what I have in front of me, the fact in front of me. And it's it's something else, to be honest. All right, Nick, you ready for this? Um, is this about uh, certain ingredients that go into protein shakes? <laughs> no, look, I, I don't think it's as weird as that. It's it maybe as obscure, but in yeah, it's guys. If you have no idea what we're talking about, please go back to last week's episode, and you'll you'll know exactly what we're talking about. So, uh, all right, and today's fact of the day. Can I have a drum roll, please? The longest place name on the planet is, get this, 85 letters long. I think I know where this place is. This place is in Wales, right? No, it's actually in South Africa. Oh, Oh, okay. So there's a, all right. So weird name, Insefitica. Okay. Um. (laughs) That was good. Uh, Don't get me to say the name because... Uh, I have absolutely no idea. Um, but yeah, 85 letters long, guys. Uh, that's that's quite unbelievable. What do you reckon, Nick? Uh, I reckon it's just like the Dutch to, to be weird name places with gigantic letters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, man. Pretty much. So yeah, I thought I'd just throw that at you, Nick, as well as all of you guys listening on the show. Yeah, that was the fact of the day. So Damn long names. Yeah, pretty much, man. Pretty much. So... Yeah, uh, you guys can sleep well now knowing that, so... <laughs> so it's in uh, Savitica. Is it near uh, Johannesburg? Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have a clue. I haven't looked that or far into down. it. <laughs> um, actually, hang on. Hold up, guys. I'm so sorry. I've stuffed this up. Live on the podcast, guys. I've actually stuffed this up. Breaking news, live on the podcast.
Now guys, I've unfortunately stuffed this up while recording and I may as well leave this in because this is just embarrassing. Uh, oh no, this is embarrassing. So, uh, the place with 85 letters isn't actually in South Africa. It's in New Zealand. So. Oh, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, bro, in New Zealand, eh? Look <laughs> <laughs> what man. It's in New Zealand. What the hell? Yeah, so uh, I, I, I'm not exactly sure. There is a, a ridiculously long name of a place in uh, in South Africa. But, yeah, nothing compares to the place in New Zealand. I, I don't know how I stuffed that up, guys. I'm really sorry. New Zealand's got some amazing names, right? Like there's one place called uh, Waikikamukau. Yep, yep. There's other, There's also another place called uh, Fakatane. <laughs> <laughs> yes, man. But the... Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, mate. But fun fact about uh, Waikikamu cow, right? Mm. It has no cows. Right. Okay. And and the population is mostly sheep. <laughs> Fair. There you go. That's that's a that should be another uh, fact of the day. Uh, I didn't actually know that. So, all right, guys. <laughs> let's uh, let's get on uh, into the podcast, guys. Nick, how's your week been? Oh, it's been good. Uh, I've been working. Um, I've actually ha- had to uh, go off and get new uh, glasses because uh, cheap me went no to blue light uh, was that uh, filters and now my eyes hurt. Oh, no, that's not good. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so now I've got some... Um, so I really wanted to tell you, this, tell you this, but I only remembered right now, right? So you know Specsavers, right? Yep. Yeah, so they do blue light... Uh, um, filter, right? So they don't actually make, make the f- filters, right? But you know what kind of glass they use? Um, I'm going to guess glass that they use in camera lenses. Yes. Do you, do, uh, do you, want, do you want to know which ones? It's either Canon or Sony. Um, probably Sony. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what type? Zeiss, mate. Oh, fantastic. My, gla- my, my glasses are going to be Zeiss. Oh, you're going to see everything, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I heard that and I went, oh, getting Zeiss, hell yeah. Oh, dude, that's going to be so good. Zeiss lenses <laughs> are absolutely amazing, guys. Yes, that's that's yeah. going to be some good content. Uh, yes, and what's funny is that uh, Zeiss lenses are exclusively for Sony and uh, Matt over here, Mr. Cannon, don't get to use them unless he uses an adapter. Uh, look, guys... Nick, do you remember that we actually used the Zeiss lenses for the Canon C100s in uni? Do you remember that we had adapters for those? Uh, do you remember that you're getting that wrong? Uh, we had adapters for the Sony FS7s, not the C100s. That's what we had. Um, <laughs> adapters. Sorry, dude. Well, anyway, they're Sony and they're better because Sony is better. Nah, look, I have to disagree on this, guys. Uh, we'll get into this in, in, in another podcast uh, and we'll devote a whole segment to this. But uh, sorry, going to have to disagree with you on that one. The, um, the in-camera colors for, for Canon is uh, second to none. Second to Sony, Bro, Sony more watch like videos. It. They're great. <laughs> second to Sony, more like it. Oh, come on now. Come on now. You watch, you watch uh, Canon EOS R versus A7 III out of camera colors and the colors in the EOS R 
just top the A7 III. Sorry. Lies all I hear, and you would lies. and you would know if you watched one of those videos, but obviously lies. you haven't because you're not I, a canon man. So I watched them all because I had to research and, and and see what what the better camera was for what I wanted, and for what I wanted, it was Sony. Look, I do admit uh, the A7 III and Sony they do have some good features, but overall, reds I and am oranges, a canon, the Re- reds and canon. oranges are better on Sony. Look. And every single other car- color is better on, on Canon. Um, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, right, uh, right. Look, I'm a, I'm a Canon man through and through. It's it's pretty hard to, uh, you know, make me make me swap. So look, look. The, in saying that, the A7 III is a great camera, and I have researched into it. It is a great camera, and Sony cameras in general are are very good. I think it if, for us if, at the moment it is Canon and Sony on on top at the moment, and then everyone else is kind of. Yeah, uh, down below, I guess. So, Matt, how was uh, your week? Um, yeah, it's been all right. I've actually been applying for... I'm in the process of applying for uh, full-time jobs, actually, part-time and or full-time jobs, uh, just to get a bit more, you know, while this coronavirus is happening, sort of my videography business has kind of slowed down a little bit, which, which you know, it has to be expected in this sort of time, but it's it kind of sucks. So I'm, I'm looking around for a, a full-time, uh, job at the moment. Uh, just, uh, just for a bit of a, a period of time to get some sort of uh, consistent pay and consistent income. So yeah, found a, found a few good ones on online on seek.com and other, you know, LinkedIn and other, other various places. So yeah, just been, uh, sending in applications, you know, with my resume, cover letter, portfolio, that sort of stuff. So yeah, that's been going all right. Uh, I've also been working on various other projects for my one of my local churches and a few other side projects that I've been working on. And, uh, you know, last but certainly not least, guys, you know, seeing the fiancé a few times a week, that's that's always a plus. So, uh, <laughs> yes, you, you know what it's like, Nick. You live with her, so. <laughs> um, uh, yes, there's no escape now. oh you've thrown her under the bus man bro i can't wait for that day (laughs) oh well man like i mean man like right she is lovely and i love her and you know like spending time with her is great right but as with everyone everyone pushes each other's buttons and we push each other's buttons buttons right like the other day yeah um story time with nick <laughs> well yeah like the other day i don't know what it was we were both upset at he like we sorry not upset we were both like annoyed at each other for for something but it took us the whole day to realize that like neither of us did the thing that we were annoyed <laughs> like that we were annoyed about <laughs> fair enough Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> we were actually putting up shelves the other day and I was doing the majority of the work and I was like, oh, do you want to help me? Um, and then she's like, well, no, you're the handyman. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> well. That you are, that you are. <laughs> nah, look, you do everything I, around here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, look, guys, I absolutely love spending time with my fiance and I'm very, very, very keen to... Uh, get married to her and spend the rest of my life with her. It's it's going to be an amazing, amazing old time. So uh, yes, it's going to be uh, it's going to be good. Now, uh, 
Guys, just before we get into uh, the one and only news segment with the one and only newsman, Nick, I just want to um, take this opportunity to Nick. You, you actually have no idea that this is coming. I want to obviously turn on some nice, lovely, soothing jazz music. Heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't see that coming. <laughs> let's uh, let's let's try that again, guys. And uh, Nick, Nick, you sorry, will, you sorry. will have your opportunity in the very near future of this podcast. But uh, guys, let's turn on some nice, lovely, soothing, buttery ah, jazz music. It's it's really nice when we get to turn our voices down, Nick, and just talk to each other like normal human beings, but only over some jazz music. How good is it? It's really good. It's like falling into a bed of just feathers and then realizing, oh, there's no consistency. And you fall, then you fall down even more. <laughs> Fair enough. I guess that's one way to put it. Yeah. It's a great realization. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Nick, uh, Jazz Chat is not what we're actually here for, guys. Live on the podcast, uh, we're actually introducing a new segment on the show. This segment is called Confession Session with Maddie Weston. I've been bamboozled. Yes, guys. Uh, and this one is actually mostly for you, Nick, but everyone else, you guys can listen out there. Cool. Hey, hey, Nick. Yeah. You know when uh, we were in trimester three slash studio one for uni and... Uh, on our short film, Happy Hour, I was on the role of sound. Yeah, I remember that. I was, I was directing for some reason. <laughs> and you absolutely loved it. Um, Every you know how You know how when you're on sound, you have to do a sound report? Is this how you never did it? I never did it. I know, and I know why. Why? Because you were spending too much time listening to the actors trying to chat each other up. <laughs> Cut it there, guys. No, that is not true. Just because I heard our guy actor hitting up the girl actor doesn't mean I was listening in, okay? <laughs> okay, just because he was asking her what she does with her life and she telling him that she does martial arts doesn't mean that... Uh, <laughs> Doesn't mean I was listening in. Come on, guys. What are you talking about? Um, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure that I walked over to you giggling in a corner, <laughs> in a corner, <laughs> and then going, Nick, listen to this. Oh my god, I love sound. <laughs> yeah, look, not gonna lie. Um, with with being on uh, sound on a short film, especially if the uh, especially if the actors and actresses are uh, mic'd up with the with lapel mics. You can hear absolutely everything. Even when we're not recording, the microphones are still on. So you can hear absolutely everything. And uh, I will say there were some interesting uh, conversations. <laughs> not not, uh, not crazy out there, but there were some uh, quality conversations that were held on those shooting days. <laughs> uh, yes, but the fu- funniest thing was uh, seeing uh, Brad chase down uh, the supporting... Um, actor because he went to the, to the, uh, he went to the bathroom with the microphone still alive. Yeah, that would have been bad. That would have been bad. Luckily, I haven't had any experience uh, listening in on when any of the actors oh, have been to the toilet. That, that, have you? Have you, Nick? 
I have, yes. And it, oh, and no. It was the most, it was the most awkward eye, eye contact I think I've ever had. <laughs> oh, no. That's so bad, guys. And uh, while we're on a high, guys, I think it's the perfect opportunity to hand over to the one and only newsman, Nick, for his quality news segment. It's the news. In today's news, uh, we've got about maybe four or five headlines. Um, I might just dive straight into them, right? Uh, today's first headline is a nurse reprimanded for wearing a bikini under transparent PPE. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, so, so she was wearing. Just, just explain, Nick. I, I need it. I need context. Um, okay, so the story goes, the unnamed nurse uh, who was in her 20s was pictured uh, on a coronavirus ward for male patients in Chula, which is 120 miles south of Moscow. So this is in Russia, right? Yep. And the picture was spotted online by her boss. She was called in for a meeting where she said that she was too hot uh, wearing her normal uniform <sighs> Uh, underneath her seat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! This is just gone from bad to worse. <laughs> underneath her see-through pl- plastic PPE, which is personal protection uh, equipment, right? Uh, she also s- said that she didn't realize how trans <laughs> how transparent the PPE was. So. So the picture that accompanies this, right, is hilarious, right? So it is this woman in, like, black kind of, like, bra and underwear, right? Yep. And it's fully transparent, right? And there's an old man in the, in the back just going, oh, my lucky day. <laughs> he, honestly, he, he could not believe his luck. He's loving it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, creep. <laughs> um, okay, uh, onward to the UK with this uh, headline: Woman shares emotional moment as she reunites with McDonald's after two months of lockdown. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so McDonald's in I believe it's Ireland. Uh, this might have been Dublin, right? So McDonald's opened up uh, thirty nine more um, thirty nine more of its drive throughs as coronavirus lockdowns um, start to ease um, in Ireland. Right, uh, unsurprisingly, there was chaos at the restaurants uh, reopening and fans queuing for miles. Right, but luckily, one McDonald's fan, her name is Hannah McEwen. She's twenty five. Right, she managed to dodge the queues and shared a moment. She finally got her hands on a Big Mac. After two months of being in lockdown, uh, she said, today I was reunited with a Big Mac meal from McDonald's after two long months and it was only more emotional than I could have ever imagined. I miss you, McDonald's. (laughs) Well, someone misses their McDonald's. My gosh. Right. um, So, yeah. So, I believe she recorded it on TikTok. So, the video was of her... And a montage of just eating. <laughs> oh my goodness! Is she actually serious? Because I know yeah, you know yeah, TikTok she, can sometimes. Be, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. Like it's amazing how much some people when, when they're locked down just you know they they just like man, man I got to get out. 
Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, it drives yeah. people um, mad. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next story, uh, this time from a crazy person somewhere um, in America. <laughs> Fair. Probably his month basement. Let's be honest. <laughs> All right. Uh, the headline is: Man claims to have found an entrance to an underground alien base on Google Earth. Oh my gosh! <laughs> who ge- who gave this man the internet? Right. <laughs> uh, Scott Waring, who runs a YouTube channel and website called ET Database, says the peculiar shape is located on on a small uninhabited um, island in Indonesia. He believes. Uh, it to be a doorway to an underground alien base as it doesn't fit in with its environment and as a secluded location where aliens would love to have a hidden base. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, The story continues. uh, Using a tool on Google Earth, he measured the the opening to find it was 20 metres across, which he says is big enough to, quote, get a lot of alien ships in there. (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness this man is obviously very lonely no offense but i would feel embarrassed (laughs) to know this guy (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh next story uh we're going to south korea right where uh where that uh where the headline says south korean um soccer team used sex dolls to fill empty stadium oh my what (laughs) hold up Hold on. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, just explain, please. Um, all right. So, uh, FC Seoul, which is one of the biggest teams um, in South Korea, yep. right, uh, plays 30 mannequins around its stadium for a game against, I'm not saying that name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, good luck. Wonju FC, I think. Yeah, let's just go with Sorry that. Sorry if I butchered that. Yep. That's all right. Uh, I'm not going to bother Eddie- searching it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, to add signs of life uh, to the stands which are void um, of spectators because of the virus, right? Uh, the Soul Club said in a statement it believed that the figures were ordinary mannequins, right? That was their stance, right? They're like, we didn't know these were sex dolls. <laughs> <laughs> what? How could you not know? <laughs> Um, yeah, so the story goes on, right? Uh, in another uh, statement, um, FC Soul said, we had tried to add some fun in the no spectator match, um, right? So they wanted to fill the stadium with things that look like fans, right? But in another quote, they said, but we have not checked all the details that, and that is clearly our fault. And they, um, and they expressed uh, sincere remorse. Uh, the team said it was assured by the doll supplier that the figures weren't sex products. <laughs> right. So right. it was essentially a case of these look like sex dolls. No, they're not. Well, sure, fine. Fair enough. <laughs> Carry on. Okay, fair call. Yeah. Right, Next. cool, yep. <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> there you go. And, to- and today's top story, two men rob convenience store wearing... <laughs> Sorry. I already know. I already know this is going to be good. Nick was telling me before we started recording, this last story is going to break you. So, guys, get keen. Let's hear it, Nick. Um, okay. Uh, two men rob convenience store wearing watermelon rind disguises. <laughs> Carry on while I gather my thoughts. <laughs> okay. 
Police in Louisa, Virginia, took to social media on Saturday in hopes of finding two men accused of robbing a convenience store on May 6th with water melon rinds on their head. So what they did, right, was they got two watermelons. They So they cut a hole and then and they took everything out, cut two holes for their eyes and then walked in and robbed a convenience store. <laughs> That's gold. Oh, that is just unbelievable. That's awesome. Yeah, that's... Um, yeah, so uh, continue on, all right? Uh, one man has been arrested while the other is still on the um, on the loose. Personally, I'd suggest that they check uh, the fruit and produce aisle um, at the local shops. They can grab anything, right? They can be, you know, next they can be like, you know, they can uh, grab maybe like an iceberg lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> Cut over there. Yeah, exactly <laughs> yes, right, yeah. Uh, they can, uh, what was it, uh, grab maybe some cabbage. <laughs> really make yep. a meal of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that is the news. Ah, fantastic. And as always, guys, join with me with giving Nick a round of applause. That was, uh, that was, that was awesome. <laughs> now, guys, let's move on to the coronavirus. That is absolutely uh, screwing up the world. And, uh, yeah, everyone's just going absolutely nuts over it as uh, as all of you guys have probably seen over the internet over the past few months so let's start off that's something that's just caught my eye two things actually mm-hmm. two main yeah. things in the world it has just ticked over the five million confirmed cases so that's yeah that's pretty pretty unbelievable uh, and the other thing that has caught my eye is the deaths in Australia bang on 100 so Ooh. yes. The, uh, the three figures there. Um, now let's look at the individual countries in the world and a bit of a big change in the past few weeks. Now, I don't know if you guys remembered, Nick, don't know if you remembered, but Spain a few weeks back was uh, number two on in the world list. It is now down to number five. Uh, have a guess what's number what number two is. Uh, number two is, I believe, the UK. Incorrect. Oh, uh, is it Brazil? Incorrect. <laughs> Russia. He's done it. He's done it. So, obviously, the US is number one. With Got it in one three. Point... <laughs> so, uh, obviously, the US is number one with a whopping 1.5 million. Uh, then Russia is uh, number two, 308 thousand then brazil then the uk then spain so that rounds out your top five now a few points to take away from this obviously we've talked a lot about the u.s especially two episodes ago in episode Mm -hmm. sorry three episodes ago in episode four um but i'm looking at russia now so it's got a total of two just over two hundred thousand active cases eighty five thousand recovered cases but only just under 3,000 deaths. So if you compare that to the rest of the numbers, um, it looks like their recovery rate is pretty good and there's really stuff all people dying if you compare that to obviously the US or the United Kingdom or um, Spain, Italy. So, Mm. yeah. Um, And then Brazil, yeah, it's made its way up to number three, obviously, than the UK and Spain. They've been jumping. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So any thoughts to take away from any of this, Nick? Uh, main thing is that it, it, so the main things that it's confirming to me is, so the U S is no surprise that that has oh, ma- yeah. maintained 
the peak position, um, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, that's mostly, as it's noted everywhere, their president is a child and, <laughs> um, and the health system is shot. In Russia, it's kind of the same because their president is regarded as a dictator and um, I read a report yesterday that apparently their medical system is like, Ten years behind everyone else. Really, I don't. I don't know if that's confirmed. That's just w- what I read. Um, I obviously don't have the time to like read like s- seven sources. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And and Brazil, I knew that was coming because the Brazilian president had touted for m- for like two months that like that coronavirus was not a thing and it wouldn't affect them and it's a hoax. And lo and behold. <laughs> <laughs> His country is crippled. With just under 300,000 overall confirmed cases. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And that's just within the last <laughs> two months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Uh, anything else to take away from this? Um, be careful who you put in charge of your country. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Do you, um, quickly, do you, do you think, uh, Mr. Mr. Morrison himself, Scott Morrison, the Prime Minister of Australia. Do you think he's doing he's doing a good job for our country? I mean, I think the party's doing a good job because the big difference between Australia's politics and other countries' politics is that, is that you don't vote for the person; you vote for the party. Mm. And like in America, it's essentially a popularity contest. And the UK is like us, yet Boris Johnson somehow got in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but down here, um, the response rates have been really, really good. I'm amazed that we're... We, we've, so, we're so we're coming out of it right now, and we only have 100 casualties. That is... Yeah. It's So, obviously, it's not good, but that, but that number is, is incredible compared to other countries. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, yeah, in comparison to... I mean, obviously, the majority of these countries have more people on this list than Australia. But, you know, say you compare the United Kingdom to Australia, we have 100 deaths. They have 35,000. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. The crazy thing with that, and that, is, that our, is that our health systems are not too different. It's just that yeah. you look at the UK, the main difference between them and us is we shut our borders Really early, right? Apparently, and the, this is unsubstantiated, but apparently they only closed their borders this week. Wow. Hmm. Wow. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Um, yeah, but then again, yeah, but then again, when you compare that to a country like Sweden, right? Sweden still hasn't cl- closed their borders, and they are not as affected. Exactly. So it's just crazy to look at it. It's just insane. Guys, I've actually got a. Uh this is a good segue to actually move on to any any news stories, and and we'll come back to you, Nick, <laughs> if you have any any uh, news stories that you found in the in the news this week at all about coronavirus. But this is actually a good mm. segue into uh, my top story today for the coronavirus around the world. And uh, you know how we've been mentioning the United Kingdom and how their numbers are. Well, I mean they're in position four on the uh, numbers. Not that it's a race or anything, um, but. Uh, yeah, you know how they're in uh, the fourth position? I, I have a conspiracy to this, and I think I've found the answer. My top story for today, guys. 
Um, don't know if you've seen this, Nick, but uh, here we go. Thousands of UK beachgoers flout social distancing rules. <laughs> of course they did. Of course. So let's, uh, let's read on a bit. And this is, uh, I've sourced this from news.com. Thousands of people have packed beaches in the UK with crowds blatantly ignoring social distancing rules as the temperature soared. And, and guys, live on the podcast, do you want to know what the temperature soared to in the UK? Have, have, a, have a guess, Nick. I reckon a balmy 22 degrees. Uh, I mean, uh, come on, Nick. I, I would, not that low. Um, <laughs> but uh, look, I wouldn't be surprised. No, guys, uh, you know, you think of our soaring temperatures in summer in, in Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, you know, 30, 35, reaching maximums of 40 degrees. Oh, in the UK, a whopping 28 degrees. My gosh. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, boy, I'd get a sunburn in five minutes. Um. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's just a, uh, that's just a mildly <laughs> day in Brisbane. <laughs> You'd get those temperatures at the maximum in wintertime in Brisbane occasionally, let alone summer. My gosh. You'd get that. You'd get that temperature at at like ten at like ten a.m. in Brisbane. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, so let's let's read on quickly, guys. So yeah, slap the aircon on. Yeah, thousands of people flock to the beaches in Britain as the country experienced its hottest day of the year. Oh, 28 degrees. Um, which uh, you know, with with uh, popular crowds, yeah, flooding to the uh, the beaches. England has recently relaxed COVID-19 restrictions, allowing people to travel to leisure spots and meet uh, one other person outside of their household. Social distancing restrictions are still in place, but (laughs) that rule appeared to be completely ignored by many beachgoers. So, yeah, there's a... I'm I'm sure you guys will be able to easily find this news story on the internet, on news.com and any other uh, internet sources, news sources, but... Yeah, beaches are absolutely filled with with people. Might I add, and absolutely no, if nothing against you guys, if you're listening from the UK or a UK um, citizen, but <sighs> the the beaches are absolutely trash over there. <laughs> Aren't they all like pebbles? Ah, oh, look. Okay, from a distance, it looks like sand, but not very like it's not it's nothing compared to our white beaches over here in australia and i know we're very lucky to have white beaches over here like obviously surface paradise here and uh, you know gold coast and for you nick it's you know bondo beach and whatever but you know we're very lucky but in saying yes still uh, yeah the beaches are packed crammed and it just doesn't look clean i'm sorry what do you reckon nick well i mean i've been to bondo once and i was like ugh. Oh, really? I mean, to be honest, I I haven't actually been on the beach itself. I've walked... Or did I? Sorry, I'm thinking of the time I was down there for one of the NRL Grand Finals. Uh, I'm not sure if we walked along the beach, but we, we had food next to it. And I mean, yeah, from yeah. what I could see, it looked okay. I mean, sorry, Nick, but nothing like Gold Coast beaches or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, it looked okay. But yeah, not not really up to standard. Well, I mean, yeah, like when I went there, it was about, oh God, it was midsummer. And I remember I went to one of Porto's because where else do you go on Bondi? <laughs> I will say I had a lot of, I've had a lot of a Porto's in my time down in Sydney. It's, it's quality content. <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's, oh man. It's like the Red Rooster. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly it's right. Probably a bit there. more popular than Red Rooster, though, eh? Oh, yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but, not um, hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, but to be fair, this was later in the day when I was there, and you get some of, you know, the Bondi locals, you know, who aren't, who aren't exactly the nicest to people. And, yeah, I was just like, Bondi, like, it is massive. Oh, yeah. It's huge. But... But, like, yeah, it's just, like, what's funny is that it's so, like, it's so massive, but you have these small bits <laughs> that you can sw- swim in safely without dying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Um, yeah, Spondo's okay, but, yeah, I'm not really a fan of, be- a fan of beaches. Any- anyway, I hate sand. Yeah. Oh, fair enough, fair that enough. Man, that is why, and this is a hot take, to you people at SAE, right, you students <laughs> there, if you film on a beach, clean your f-ing tripods. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. Nick, tell everyone the story right now. Oh god, we were filming. Was it at Spiders or was it the documentary? It was one of the two. I think it was the documentary. Yeah, we were. So we went there to pick to pick up the equipment and take it to um, the photography north side, studio. North side, track up the north side. Oh, yeah, yeah. so, 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 yes, we were going up there and we get handed uh, this tripod and as they hand it to me, all this sand falls out and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> and they're on? like, and they're like, oh, the people before you, like, must have not cleaned it and I was just like, blacklist them and <laughs> left. <laughs> I spent 10 minutes cleaning oh, that bloody thing. Oh, my goodness. Oh no, that's just that's, pisses you off. That's horrible. That's horrible. Um, yeah, getting back to this news story, Nick. Do you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> nah, that's all right. It was a great detour, hundred percent. But I know this is this may be a little far fetched. But do you think that's one of the reasons why the numbers in the UK are extremely high is because you know partly because of just people not caring about the social distancing rules as we've seen in this news story what do you reckon i i think that's i i think what it is is that pe- people th- think that you know it's life back to n- normal right now and they think that they can do whatever they want now that they think that this virus is going to be like uh spanish flu and kind of just up and leave and never come back it's just people as the british would say being numpties and just not not using common sense right like there are these people that are protest uh, at the parliament and down here in Sydney every weekend, right? And uh, Channel 10 went in, um, no, Channel 9 went and spoke to them, right? And the reporter's trying to, you know, say, look, we acknowledge that you don't want to be at home, but, you know, let's think about the older generation. And these people are just kind of, you know, like shouting over him. And this old guy just walks past, he's like, go off yourself. oh that's gold (laughs) yeah yeah, it's just people aren't taking this seriously and you know like you know i mean think of how bad australia could have copped it if we didn't do everything that we did to like to flatten the curve right because we have an aging population Mm. i I would say if we did nothing like America and like England did, we about a third of our pop- population would be dead because they're all old. <laughs> Look, that that is a fair take, actually, if you think about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it may, yeah, makes sense, I guess. And, and thankfully, we do live in a country that 
Um, we all responded quite brains, well, yeah. I would say. You know, you're, you're always going to get those absolute bogans or people who just don't listen. And I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, it's whatever. But uh, yeah, as a whole, the majority of people, yeah, we all responded really well and we adapted really well to the current situations and procedures put in place. And I want to want to give a shout out to the whole of Australia. Yeah, for, uh, well, sorry, the most part of Australia <laughs> for, um, <laughs> for, yeah, doing your part in uh in this pandemic oh hey this reminds me um you asked me about uh about uh new stories about coronavirus coronavirus right i i just remembered remember one that i saw as i was uh, sourcing my news all right, all right let's let's hear it nick so um somewhere in the world i didn't look into it because i was like it's funny but not funny enough right yeah and uh so um so <laughs> good good so somewhere in the world there was hail, right? And hail was not like mo- <laughs> most hail, right? So hail was coming down and battering like cars, right? About, about the size of like a big golf golf ball, right? Yep. But you know how hail is usually round, right? Yeah. So this hail was really like it was round, but really uh, was it uh, jagged in weird places, right? Mm. Okay. And this one guy interpreted it as the hell looks like the picture of coronavirus, so God is telling me to stay indoors. Ah, oh, fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Hats off to you, buddy. <laughs> nice. Look, I mean, I as mean, a Christian, uh, I feel like that's a little far-fetched. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, as long as it keeps him indoors. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, whatever works. And they could be part of it, that's a sign. But, yeah, you never know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Um, like, yeah, like, I just brought it up as a funny story. I'm not I'm not trying to be like, oh, you know, like, yeah, like, religious pe- people are this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, all good, all good. Otherwise, we'll have to uh, uh, exchange some words. So, oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, all good. Um, another... Come hither, sir. <laughs> Um, a bit of a lighter anyway, story we should, now. We should probably move on. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Another lighter story I saw now of, uh, you know, why we why we were saying the majority of Australia has done their part to um, adapting to the current procedures and situations in Australia. Uh, campers fined for breaching COVID-19 health direction. So a large group of campers <laughs> got, a, got a visit from police in the dead of night before fines were issued for blatantly, sorry, in quotation, blatantly disregarding public health uh, directives. So... I imagine uh, they did this, like, the day before the restrictions were lifted. <laughs> probably. Let's, uh, let's read on. A large group of campers who gathered on a military training ground in Queensland... Queensland, why does that not surprise of, you? Of, of course, of course. <laughs> Received a wake-up call from the police enforcing COVID-19 regulations. Officers came across... Get this, 14 vehicles parked with people camping together at the site during a patrol of the Australian Defence Force's Shoalwater Bay training area in the early hours of Sunday morning. Police say they had earlier received reports of people camping and driving dangerously at Five Rocks Beach, about 100 kilometres north of Rockhampton. So, yeah, there you go. Queenslanders, eh? Um, yeah, don't be an idiot and uh, and follow your 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 state or country's directives. Yeah, exactly right. Because the sooner you do that, the sooner we can all go camping and have some fun. So, 
and uh, do what we all love to do. So uh, with that, guys, it is now time to move on to one of our favourite segments of the show, Top 5. Yes, now guys, today's Top 5, we are going to be discussing the Top 5 Most Popular Sports in Australia. So, uh, Nick, as always, you have to guess the top five most popular sports in Australia. So you can either do most searched, most attended, or most participants. So which would you like to do? uh, uh, Let's go most attended. All right. So I've got a top five list here, most attendance, and it has a total attendance. All right. Do you want to start from five or do you want to start from one? Uh. Can I start from one today, please? Yes. I feel like last time we did our top five fast food places, you had to start from five. It, it was a little tough. But uh, starting from hard, number yeah, one today, yeah. guys. <laughs> so top five spectators at Australian sporting events. And context, unfortunately, oh, this is in 2010. So <laughs> oh. 10, 10 years ago. In saying that, I, you know, from looking at these numbers, I don't really think much has changed maybe a little bit maybe only one sport has changed in my opinion maybe a couple yeah but i've got one so number one number two i reckon if i get number one wrong, wrong then i know what number two is okay all right let's uh yeah from 2010 number one most attended sport in australia let's hear it all right so my number one could be number two or it could or yeah right right, right, right. number one is cricket Oh, that's wrong, guys, unfortunately. Oh, damn it. Uh, all right, so... Because you got, I guess you do have to think, um, you know, nowadays, maybe, and, and that's where I'm thinking uh, yeah, it might have been we... number one nowadays, but not yeah, in 2010. Okay. Yeah, because cricket is a game that has grown, like, so much over the past 10 years. Okay, so number two. Number two probably sh- should have been my number one, but, but for the pur- purpose of getting it r- r- wrong... Uh, the AFL. Yeah, so number one ranked. Yeah. Uh, yep. So number one most attended sport in Australia. Yes, was indeed AFL. So yes. That's so he's none wrong, from one. Yep. None from one guys. Unfortunately, see if he can, if if he can pick it up with number two. Okay. So the all right. So there's part of me that w- wants to say cricket again, because it would be really close. Although ten years ago Australia was in a slump. Look, 10 years ago, we didn't have... We were just about to introduce the Big Bash. Women's cricket wasn't a thing. Well, I mean, it was, but not to the extent that it was nowadays. And all international feel- cricket was about the same, but you're, you've introduced a heck of a lot more domestic cricket. Yeah, but I feel like everyone loves the Ashes. Oh, yeah, so, 100%. So I'll say... But then if I say, say, that's not, say that's number two, then I'll be wrong because then you've got the rugby league. <laughs> I'm going to actually let you in on a little secret here, Nick. And uh, this is my one hint, one giveaway for the game. Uh-huh. <sighs> Controversial comment, cricket is not actually in the top five. Ooh, okay. It's, it's, it's number six, so it's just outside. I am definitely 100% sure it's different nowadays, but... Yeah, number six on the list. So at least right. you don't have to worry about that in the top right. five. So right. number right. two, let's hear it. I'm going to say no, number two is a rugby league. <sighs> He's got it wrong again, guys, unfortunately. Oh, no. It is, uh, and I don't know if I would have got this either, but it kind of makes sense. Uh, horse racing. 
Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot that was a sport because it's so pointless. <laughs> Try telling my fiance that, eh? Um. <laughs> well, no, but what, what I mean is like horse racing, like Melbourne Cup. Oh, I mean, it, it is just a, a gambling yeah, betting yeah, yeah. sport on the outside. But like on the inside, it's, yeah, it yeah. is all about the, uh, the horses and uh, training mm. that gets put into them and the hours of work. Um, number three. I really would just want to say rugby league again, but um, 10 years ago, I remember uh, the A-League was pretty big. Like that was the height of Brisbane's like best days. Yep. Um, I'm going to stick with the NRL, though. He's done it. Oh, thank, He's done thank it. Thank God. He's done it. <laughs> thank God. He's got one from three, guys. One from three. All right. Rugby uh, League, number three. So we've got AFL, horse racing, rugby league. Number four is... Think, Nick, my boy. Think. Well, yeah. I'm trying... Ten, all right. All right. So, all right. All right. Ten years ago. So, soccer was massive. Nepal was nowhere near where it is today. Mm. Netball is number 12 on the list Yeah Hockey's never there <laughs> Yep Number <laughs> number 13 <laughs> uh, Number uh, Viet Supercars Look I'm gonna Yep That's a tick I'm gonna give it to you So Here it says motorsports So You know oh, Any I, Any You yeah, know yeah. See That's a cheat thing that, that's a, <laughs> Look I'll, I'll give you that Okay <laughs> Yeah Yeah uh, Number 5 I don't know Soccer Oh, he's done it. He's come oh. home with a wet sail. Oh. Three from five, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is a pass. He's done it. Oh, how do you, how do you feel, Nick? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I had to rack my brain with sport from 10 years ago. Uh, now let's each quickly uh, say our top five favorite sports in Australia. Mm. Uh, we'll start with Nick. Uh, what are your top five favorite sports uh, uh, in Australia? Number one is probably rugby league. Fair, fair. Good take, good take. Uh, number two. See, for me personally, it'd be like something like mixed martial arts. Because mm. I yeah. like that stuff. Yeah, that's good. Uh, number three. Jeez, uh, I don't know. Uh, soccer, maybe. Um, yep. Number four, God. Uh, I don't know, so I'll just leave it at three because I can't <laughs> think of other ones. Because I'm not into V8s, I'm not into cricket, I'm not into uh, horse racing. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'll stick with three. Tennis? Nah. Nah, okay. <laughs> Fair. It's just um, people going, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, uh, my top five. And uh, it honestly, and it has been like this for pretty much my whole life. It's dead set a tie for first place. And um, it'd have to be cricket and rugby league for me. Now, I know what you're thinking, okay? Cricket, it's a boring game. No, it's not. It's okay. Everyone has their own opinions, all right? So, just calm down. Calm down. It's okay. (laughs) Cricket is a good sport. (laughs) So, cricket and rugby league for number one. So, number three. Oh, geez. Um, they have indoor cricket here. I mean, <laughs> no, <it's cheating. laughs> look, I'll go with tennis. I did play. I did actually play tennis a few years back. Lots of fun. Wasn't the best at it, but I, you know, I was, I was getting there. Um, so tennis number three, number four and number five. Uh, all right. I'm going to go number four and this is especially one to play. Watching it is good, but playing is even better. Touch football. 
for me. Ooh, so that yeah, would be that is fun, yeah. number four, number four. So touch football number four. And uh, number five, I reckon, oh, it's a tie. Yep, I'm going for a tie. Number five, it is, it, it's a tie between the V8 supercars and indoor cricket. So that's, that rounds out our top five, guys. Really hope you enjoyed that segment. Now it is on to yet another one of our favorite segments of the show. It is time for a bit of this. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Question time. That is right, guys. So uh, this is a quickly, guys. I want to give a big shout out to our Facebook page on Facebook, obviously, Isolation Nation Podcast. Nick, take a minute or two to tell all the listeners what they absolutely need to go do on the Facebook page weekly. What you need to go do is, firstly, is uh, check it out. It's nice. Uh, we had a photo today of Randy Savage. So oh, yeah! <laughs> yep. Um, it was Randy in deep contemplation because we were asking uh, you guys who listened to this uh, for some questions. Um, yes, and uh, how, many, how many replies back did we get, Nick? Put this way, it was less than one. Yeah. Like, Randy was thinking and... Like, you know, he he was there and he was pondering and uh, he had no one to ponder with. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> so please go to the page and um, if you like it, you know, um, you know, take, you know, a few seconds um, out of your day and just ask a question. It, like, it'd be nice. Uh, would make Matt not cry. And yeah. <laughs> yes. Get around the page, guys, and uh, send us through some questions. Would really appreciate it. But nonetheless, it's Okay. We do, I did post out on my videography page, plug, plug, Matt Weston Videography, on Instagram to send us through some questions. And we have a whopping two questions, guys. So, I mean, that's better than nothing. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's have a read of these questions. Start with a lighter, hearted one, then move on to the deep one. So, uh, there's always got to be a deep one. So, mm. question number one from Dan. What's your thoughts on the Bunnings burnout competition? So, Nick, have you uh, have you heard of this? No, I'm obviously not cool enough to have heard of this. <laughs> Look, not gonna lie, I didn't actually hear about this until until I read the question. I'm like, I should probably research about this. So, pretty much, um, there's a there's a news story on Perth now, so it must be based in Western Australia. Dangerous new online Bunnings burnout trend in quotation, snag and a skid, slammed by police minister Michelle Roberts. So I'm not going to go through word for word for what the news story says, but pretty much what I can gather at it is this Facebook page has started and pretty much people are posting videos of them doing burnouts outside of Bunnings and any other shopping centers or places like that or in the street or anything posting it to their page and um yeah but yeah specifically bunnings <laughs> so uh in in uh, western australia and across the country so there's actually a facebook page here called <laughs> wait for this nick australian olympic burnout team <laughs> oh my god and it has 42,000 followers. So uh, there's videos being put up every day, multiple videos being put up every day of uh, the boys, a uh, bunch of lads posting burnout videos. And uh, yeah, the couple of videos I saw were, were people doing burnouts outside of 
uh, various Bunnings shops <laughs> and whatever. And uh, Nick, is this something that you'd ever do? And uh, why is the answer no? <laughs> uh, okay, so no. And the answer is no because, um, you know, these people are obviously not the brightest. They obviously have more dollars than cents. <laughs> Fair. And like to me, right, so I've always been confused at burnout culture, right, because – you're doing this, you know, you look like a bit of a knob <laughs> and, and really all you're doing is get the blue putty. Um, all you're doing is f-ing your tires. <laughs> so yeah, you're just spending money through tires <laughs> and tires are not cheap, right? The only burnout you're doing like is your wallet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. It exactly just makes right. no sense to me. I, I, I just don't, I don't support it. If you do it, you're a bit of a wanky knob. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's just not smart. Oh, fair enough, Nick. Fair enough. I, I love all that. That's, that's fantastic. All right. Uh, next question. Time for the, uh, the deep stuff. All right. And this is from uh, Eleanor once again. So, uh, you know, no surprise there. Thank you, Eleanor, for the questions. Keep them coming. And she actually shared our uh, question post today on Facebook. So, yeah, really appreciate that, Eleanor. Really greatly appreciated. What would you do if you had one day to live? Mm. So I can die at any point during this day, right? Look, I think think what I can gather from this, or let's interpret it this way. You have one full day to live and you die at 11.59 p.m. that day. Um, certainly. I'd, I'd, I'd probably, I mean, if the airlines were open, I'd just fly up to Queensland and spend time with my family. Oh, that's most, good, man. That's awesome. Most probably it's what, it's what I do. Uh, if I want to get eccentric with it, go and just rob a bunch of banks. <laughs> <laughs> Commit some cyber crimes, you know. Yeah, that's, yeah, um, fair enough. <laughs> see a policeman and just give him the old bird. <laughs> Yeah, you may as well. Yeah, 100%. Other <laughs> shenanigans of, of those sorts. You pretty much think of something that you've, you've always wanted to do for your whole life, but you knew the consequences would be fatal. Well, not fatal, but, um, you know, life-threatening. Oh, and oh, uh, just do it. Oh, <laughs> bust into, like, the uh, front of the train and then just drive it. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, especially if it's like a steam train. Ooh, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Nick, <laughs> let me ask you this, boys, with heavy metal spiel. Repeat that, please, about the steam train. Ooh. <laughs> oh, what I'd do is I'd go and I'd see a steam train. I know if they're around, I've seen one around my house. I'd run up to it and I would go, hey there, little man, get out of there. It's my turn. <laughs> and I'd drive it all the way at the end of the line and then I'd get out and be like that's pretty cool <laughs> you would say hey there little man get out of my way it's my time baby oh yeah <laughs> and cut it there guys <laughs> that was lots of fun um, good little detour there alright pretty much so, yeah. like, just like dig it <laughs> oh yeah dig it um, yeah so that's is that so that's what you do hey you, you do a bunch of things actually yeah that, that sounded yeah. That's good. I like it. Full uh, day of shenanigans. Yeah, 100%. For me personally, and uh, once again, guys, like last week's question, I'm going to go at it from two sort of standpoints. So a Christian and a... a Fun. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> not necessarily fun, but kidding, not necessarily Christian. So, okay. So, from a Christian point of view, if I had one day to live, I would go, uh, do my absolute best to not only share the gospel and share the good news with any friends and family that weren't yet a Christian, I would also go out into the street and just street evangelize, really, like, you know, South Bank, Gold Coast, any of those highly populated areas, and just share the good news and hope to hope to see people get saved and find salvation, I guess. So that would be my Christian standpoint. And uh, apart from that, so other than that, I would say... I have actually, yeah, I've actually talked to a few other people about this. I reckon I would make an effort to go around and uh, visit those, visit any particular people, friends, family, or anyone that I haven't seen in a while or I've maybe lost connection with. And I'd make an effort to uh, be with them for a period of time or say hi and catch up for a period of time. Because there's nothing worse than sort of dying and or knowing that you're going to die and regretting not really making an effort to to see anyone or be with anyone that you that you kind of lost connection and you think oh it would be nice to go see them. So that's what I would say for my. Um, would you steal a uh, was it a steam train? Is what the people <laughs> want to know though. Look, guys, as fun as that sounds, I'm going to leave that to you. Mr. Uh, Mr. Or, Randy Savage. <laughs> or Matt, or would you go to like, I don't know, like Ferrari, uh, was it a dealership, just grab some keys. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. Look, um, no, I actually probably wouldn't, to be honest, as fun as that sounds. Yeah, I, I don't think I would, to be honest. Be like latest. Yeah, nice. No, I'll leave that to ooh, you, Nick. Oh, excellent. You know, be fun, right? So, right, um, right. So you're gonna die, right? Just grab all your money and just go to Kingston Park, Park for like the, the entire for, for like the whole day. Actually, yeah, that is another thing that I could do. After I've seen any everyone, I may as well use up all my money and. Because I'm not going to need it after... I mean, I could give a portion to, um, you know, other people. Yeah, but people, yeah. Do yeah. that, do that but, one thing that you've always wanted to maybe tick off your bucket list. Or if you're not able to, then just, yeah, go somewhere fun and have the time of your life. Because it's, yeah, um, Kingston mm. Park Raceway sounds sounds good to me. <laughs> Man, that place was so fun. Um, I actually haven't been there, eh? <laughs> oh, man, it's fun, man. Really um, want to go, though. Oh, it is, it is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are we going to the stations next? Guys, it is time for the one and only recommendation station. And uh, yeah, guys, while we're on the subject of steam trains, this is a nice little detour to, <laughs> detour to uh, get our trains to pull into specific stations. Now, Nick, I'm going to let you go first. As always, Nick, what is that one thing that you'd love to recommend to us on the podcast? Sorry, sorry. Where is your train pulling into today? <laughs> All right. Uh, my train is pulling into the st- station of film and TV. Oh, something that's not video games. I like it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It is, uh, yeah, it's uh, pulled put into a documentary um, sta- uh, station. Ooh. As you know, and as some people will know, I love documentaries. I yes. love them. All right, so there's two things that I love, right? I love um, documentaries um, and I love wrestling, right? 
Nice. So, there is a documentary series that looks at kind of the darker side of wrestling, right? Mm. And it's called uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Now, they just finished up um, their second season. It's produced and published by Vice. Yep. And, ooh, is it good. Guys, let's do it again. Let's turn on some heavy metal music. Nick, let's... Let's hear what you have to say about the dark side of the ring. Ooh, is it good? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, oh, okay, um, yeah. <laughs> stop it oh, there. Sorry. Right, okay. Sorry, 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 all good, sorry. all good. Yeah, yeah. Keep going, keep going. That's all right. <laughs> this is somewhat, like, serious, you know? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, so the first season was really good and really polarizing in some aspects of, of the stories that they um, covered. They covered um, a wrestler who got murdered um, in Puerto Rico and essentially his murder, like essentially his murderer just got away with it. Mm, okay. Um, and it's just some, some of the stories you hear from the families and people that were there with him are like really sad. Like, um, in this uh, season that just passed, um, they did, um, it's about an eight or ten episode um, season, all right? The first two episodes were on the uh, Chris Benoit um, incident. And um, if you know anything about wrestling, then you'll you'll know about that and you'll want to watch it because it had a big impact on wrestling around the world and really on, on sports in general. Um, yeah, and then the season re- recently f- finished up uh, with the death of Owen Hart, who he who he's a wrestler, right? He was uh, playing this character called the Blue Blazer, and the Blue Blazer would would come down pr- pretty much f- from the roof, right? Yeah, and he done this stunt before, but they changed um, they changed the people who'd be uh, lo- lowering him down, and they they changed the way they did it, and. It's so crazy to say, right? But on live pay per view, he fell. No. And died in the wrestling ring. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, so pretty much, yeah. This is a really hard show to watch because they talk to his wife and his son, but it is just, you've got to watch it. It is a really, really good show. Um, I don't know if they're doing a third series, but I'd love for them to do it. Yeah, no, that's definitely a show I'd love to check out. And if any of you guys are into wrestling at all or just documentaries, both, uh, Mm. yeah, definitely go check out that uh, documentary. So to watch it, uh, it's on uh, YouTube. Just search uh, Dark Side of the Ring and it should all uh, pop up. Or it's on the SBS app. Perfect. Awesome. Awesome. All right. You saying uh, goodbye to your train? Yes, my train is uh, pulling out, and I think I hear yours coming in. Yes, yes. Uh, oh, I, can you hear that? My my train, it's it's coming in. It's 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 pulling into the station. Ah, oh, there it is, guys. It's uh, yeah, that was that was nice. And uh, my train has just pulled into the YouTube station, but more specifically mm-hmm. the uh, content creation field station. So I would like to shout out one particular person on youtube who does photography cinematography content creation at just the most unbelievable level his name and uh i'm sure a bunch of you guys have heard of him his name is peter mckinnon so have you heard of him nick yep yeah so what a guy so 
he pretty much does everything from photography for his social media, videography, cinematography for you know, films, uh, TV commercials, YouTube, anything like that for, yeah, pretty much at any level. And honestly, his content is just so amazing. And the gear he has is... Um, is uh is second to none and uh nick do you want to know why his gear is uh second to none and why he's such a good content creator i imagine he's a uh canon fan- fanboy he is he is a uh he is a canon man so um yeah you know no, no shade on on sony but you know uh, <laughs> only the best of the best uses canon so um <laughs> nah look sony's good um but uh yeah he's just an unbelievable content creator in all fields uh, at any level and I really recommend to you guys if you're if you're interested in it, in any sort of content creation, photography, videography, he has a range of videos on his channel, anywhere from beginner tutorial videos up to expert level videos. Anything you can think of in the content creation world, he has it on his channel, and I would really, uh, really love to yeah recommend that today on our recommendation station, Peter McKinnon. So um, <laughs> I mean, if you ever listen to this. Um, what's going on? I'm a passionate content creator in Australia and I would absolutely love the chance to, yeah, team up with you one day, I guess. <laughs> Play some nice jazz and just go, hey man, you want to be friends? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, I just play some jazz music for him and be like, hey man, hey, let's, uh, I'd love to, uh, be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that is the end of Recommendation Station coming towards the end of the show. And as we always do towards the end of the show, we're on to the plugs section. And uh, for once, I've actually got more than one plug today. Ooh. So I might Ooh. go first. So my first yep. plug today is a fellow podcast. Uh, they go by the name of Kangaroo Court Podcast. Now, this podcast is made up uh, of four members from one of the churches that I am involved in down near my way. So you've got Ben, Brad, James, and Will. And uh, yeah, they just have a lot of fun on their podcast. So I, I'm not sure if any of them uh, are listening to this right now or have listened to the podcasts before. But um, yeah, if, if any of you guys are listening, would really appreciate if you could... Uh, yeah, return the favor on uh, Kangaroo Court. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would really love it if you guys could go check out Kangaroo Court Podcast. They are on all streaming services as well as on Facebook and YouTube, might I add. They upload their Zoom calls over on uh, YouTube. So yeah, um, that would be my first plug for today. Great podcast and uh, lots of laughs. The second plug I would like to throw at you guys is obviously the short film that Nick and I have been working on. It is going to be released in the next month or two. And so if you guys could go check out the pages on Instagram and Facebook, it is called The Dressing Room Short Film. So uh, Nick and I had lots of lots of fun uh, working on the short film. Great experience for us both. I was on cinematography as well as editing. Nick was on uh, sound as well as sort of lighting. And we both pretty much share the role of, yeah. We uh, were everywhere. We were, we were running everywhere because it was, it was a small team, but it gave us an opportunity to kind of work on different roles at different times. So lots of fun. And guys, the third plug, last but not least, is uh, Matt Weston Videography on Facebook and Instagram, guys. Go check those pages out uh, for all your behind-the-scenes as well as video content 
of uh, my my videography journey. And uh, just in case you guys didn't know, I'm also a photographer. So um, videography, photography, you know the works. Go check out the pages, guys. And I would absolutely love it if you guys could, yeah, um, join me on my on my content creation journey. All right, Nick, over to you. What have you got? Over my plugs today. <laughs> I, <laughs> nice. I have about uh, three or four, I think, right? So I'll try and um, get through them. But uh, Matt, you said that uh, you have your uh, videography page, right? Uh, Matt Weston vid- Videography, right? That is correct. That is correct. The more th- plugs, the better. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. You ever thought that, like, when, you, when you're making stuff, and you're busy that you're just like, look, this needs a good title sequence or this needs, you know, some some nice, you know, graphics, visual effects. But, oh, man, I just cannot for the life of me just get get the motivation to go out there and just learn these things because I'm so busy with all my videography, right? Oh, 100%, man, 100%. It is a skill I would love to learn in the future, but just not right at the moment. Um, are you trying to say that, there's a page or or a person that can that can do that for you for a good price. That's exactly what I'm saying, Matt. Um, so this place, so, so the place is a Square Creative Lab. It is run by Anand Murlinharan or Codebreaker, as he's called online. Yeah, ladies, line up. Oh, <laughs> how good! <laughs> <laughs> and he makes for you quality, and I mean quality. Just, just the best visual effects, um, title sequences, you, you name it, he does it. He also makes films um, on the side. So if you want um, another videographer to go along with Matt, then, mm. you know, Ananda at A-Square Creative Lab is your guy. He works with me at uh, 2.7 um, Entertainment. We're currently uh, putting some stuff together. So he right now is the best in Brisbane. Yes. The best, I'm saying, in Brisbane. The best. Um, yeah, there are other groups that do good, but he's by himself and he does the best. Mm. So if you want your graphic needs done, A-Square Creative Lab is wh- where you need to be. And while you're there, you know, why don't you, why don't you head over to Matt Weston uh, Videography? Oh, and, fantastic. Mm, yeah, and while you're there, why don't you go over to 27 Entertainment on YouTube, f- Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Go check it all out. Right? Mm. And since you're there, right, you're obviously a content creator or filmmaker, right? So while you're there, you know, why don't you pull all these great minds together and why don't you enter into Brisbane um, 48 hour film project? So what this thing is, is it is a place where everyone comes together. It, it is a uh, competition. It runs from June 5th to June 7th, so it's coming up real quick. And it is a place where you have 48 hours to write, film, and put it all together. And then at the end of it, you have a big screening, and you can win actual money. Wow, that's from awesome. From filmmaking. Who'd have thought of it? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. This, um, so this place, uh, my friend uh, does promotion uh, for it, and uh, he switched me um, onto it. I would have done it last year, but I was just so busy that 48 hours just wasn't enough. Mm. But for you, right, you can go there and you can apply and you can be, be a part of it. And just remember, you have 48 hours. Yes, 100%, guys, 48 hours. <laughs> and, I mean, you know, so you're doing this all in 48 hours, right? Just say you're a smoker, all right? Unlike Matt and I, all right? We, we aren't um, smokers. But if you are and you're in Brisbane 
and you're stressed because you film, you know, it's, it's the 45th hour and it's not coming together. Why, why don't you stop by a super vape store in Fortitude Valley? You know, go in there. Ben and his dad will look after you. They will get you everything you need. You know, like vaping is a bit, you know, it's not as bad as smoking, but but it's a good way to wean off smoking, right? So why don't you head over to Super Vapes or in Fortitude Valley, hit up Ben, say Nick sent you. Yes, 100%. 100%. Get around it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my plugs. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. All right, guys. I like guys. how I just we- weave them all together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. All right, guys. It is that time of the show. It is... It is what's called the end, unfortunately. We all really hope you have enjoyed today's podcast. I know Nick and I did. Uh, have lots of fun, Nick. Oh, yes, I did. I, I oh. always do. Ah, oh, fantastic. Be back next week? Oh, hell yeah. Ah, oh, fantastic. Quality content right there, guys. So, yeah, get around the Facebook page, guys. Really appreciate it. Send through all your questions, comments, news stories, and anything else that you'd love us to discuss on the show. And, uh, yeah, with that, guys, we will see you all in next week's show. Really hope you enjoyed, and uh, bye for now. Bye.